Hi and good evening or good morning or good afternoon and welcome to another episode of my podcast. Um, I've been overdue for one. I still haven't decided if I want to do it weekly or twice a week even. I think I'm just going to go for like weekly just to like keep myself on track and then maybe have like an extra episode here and there depending on what's going on and whatever. Like, I guess I've just been hesitant to, like, do an episode because I've been wanting to, like, do an episode and talk about Francis Farmer, but this episode is not going to be about Francis Farmer. So, like, I've been meaning to do an episode on her and, like, actually properly research her and even try to read her book or something. But I haven't even actually looked into looking for the the book. And um, I did some research, though, and I took some notes. But I just feel like maybe that wasn't good enough because I barely, like, scratched the surface. And I don't know. But I did watch the movie that Jessica Lange starred in called Francis and um that was that's really what like made me so interested in her and I hadn't really heard of Francis Farmer you know and it was just crazy but I'll get into her later and anyways I just wanted to like check in and I don't know who am I even checking in with you know but I wanted to like, talk about what's going on and whatnot, whatnot, like, I've been just, I've been pretty busy and exhausted, like, moving into a new place and settling in with my roommate, it's still been a little awkward, like, I just, living with a guy who's, like, supposed to be my platonic friend and roommate and whatnot, it's still, like, a bit jarring to me, like, I just, I haven't fully, like, let myself just relax and feel fully at home just yet. Because this is a new experience for me. Like, I've never trusted a guy enough to do this. I mean, I've moved in with guys in the past. But it's always been, like, romantically involved. And, I mean, I've lived with my dad. But, like, he's just not a good person, you know. And whatever. Like, that's a whole different story. But, um... Basically, I just do not trust men and I don't feel that comfortable around them because even when I do start feeling comfortable and I gain some trust or like there's some mutual trust going on, they disappoint me, you know, and it's just like it comes down to men being awful and misogynistic and inherently evil, you know, even when they're trying not to be. It's just they're products of their environment and the environment being a patriarchal, misogynistic society, you know? Especially white men. You just can't trust a white man, you know? Like, it's never gonna work out for you. (laughs) Unless you are another white man. But do white men even trust other white men? Let's, Let's unpack that. Just kidding. But, um, yeah, like, I've just been... Like, I really was struggling with my mental health and whatnot. And I know I've, like, alluded to that. And I've talked about it here and there. And I've talked about, like, therapy and whatnot. And I wanted to say, aside from all that, um, 
I've really been trying to focus on school because I got a little behind and that's been keeping me pretty busy. Like I just, like I'm a full-time student and I forget how much work that takes and how much energy because I'm like also still thinking like I need to get a job. Like I need to be financially providing for myself, especially, I don't know, whatever. Like I just, I should be self-sufficient, you know, and it's difficult to imagine working while I'm being a full-time student. And it's like, I want to work, but then I don't. And it's not because of, like, capitalism, like, kills your soul and works you to death. It just is more so... I mean, that's definitely a concern, but it's more so about, like, not having the energy. And just, I think being in the wrong work environment can easily just, like, throw me into another fit or not fit but like throw me into another wave of depression where like I don't even know if I'll come out of it you know like I'm scared and I that's my main like pursuit of like getting mental health services like therapy because I'm like hello I need to be able to carry forward just for myself you know I need to be able to do things for myself And that involves taking care of myself and my mental well-being. And yeah, but with all that said, I did finally meet my therapist today. So we got acquainted and I feel like even though it was just like getting acquainted, I did get a good feeling from her and I enjoyed our conversation. She was very, well, she was very warm and welcoming and I like swear to God, I I'm convinced we're the same age. Like, I do, I cannot imagine her being younger than me because if she is younger than me, I'm going to flip out. But that could be very well the case. You know, like, my age is when a lot of people have already finished their master's. And even, like, I'm almost 28, you know? A lot of people are done with school by this time. Those who, like, finished, who went into college straight after high school for you four-year university, you know, and then did another two years or I don't know, would a doctor be ready to go into being a doctor at this age of 28? Is that possible? Does it depend on what kind of doctor they are? Like, I don't know, maybe that's too soon, but I just know there are a lot of people who have like high-level professions or I, I guess they don't even have to be high level you know but who are working and they're exactly my age because they've already finished everything they needed to do and I'm still like finishing community college and I'm still on the road of like figuring myself out for the most part I guess like and I don't know like my education is part of that journey and I feel like I'm getting there or whatever but I do need help and that's why like I feel like I need to be in therapy because I feel like once shitty things happen or there's an imbalance that's where I will like sink into a depression and I 
it's getting harder and harder to come out of those depressions, you know? And I feel, like, good right now. Mostly because I've been, like, in the road of, like, trying to get help. Focusing on school and trying to exercise and socialize with, like, people who are relatively positive. And that's all helped, like, a lot. Especially just, like, taking my roommate's dog for a walk. Even if it's, like, a 10, 20-minute walk. Like, my roommate's dog's name is Layla. She loves it. She loves going on walks. She's practically dragging me everywhere. She's not even a big dog. Like, I feel like she is a mix. And I don't even know what kind of dog she's mixed with. But, like, the closest I would say that she looks like that kind of dog is... You know those dogs? No, they're like... I I don't think that's right. I don't know. Like, I feel like that she's a little German... Sh- There's a little German Shepherd in there. But she's full-on black. Like, her coat is black. And there's brown in there, too. Which gives me the German Shepherd vibes. But just a little bit. Because she is, like... I would say medium size she's not a big dog she's medium size like i could pick her up and carry her easily if i needed to i feel like she's a small child right now like um and i don't know what else she could be mixed with but maybe also like that dog that talks amelia but no that isn't amelia bedelia that's not her amelia talks is that her i don't know there's a dog that talks And it's like a detective. Is that it? Am I thinking of the right dog? Or is that Hank the cow dog? Does Hank the cow dog work as a detective? Or is he just a cow dog? Or am I thinking of a different dog? Anyways, there's a dog, I think Amelia, named Amelia. There's a cartoon of her and she talked. But there's also books. I remember watching the cartoon a few times. And I was not of the age of, like, where it was targeted for. I was definitely much older, and it just would come on. And I think I would be babysitting my younger siblings. And they would be watching it. And I liked the show. Because she would always be getting into trouble. Anyways, I feel like she's also a mix of that kind of dog. But I don't know about dog breeds, so it's very confusing. Anyways, um, so I go on walks with her. She's generally a sweetheart. The only issue I have with her is that she runs into my room sometimes and she just pees on the floor. And there's carpet, so it sucks. And I I try to clean it up as much as I can, but the smell lingers. And I'm sure she's peed in there plenty of times. Before I even lived there. And no one ever cleaned it up. So like there's just the stench from the stains. You know. So I guess that's a downside of having pets. Especially in an apartment. And we're on the second floor too. But she does have like. We have a patio where she just goes out there. And she has like her little grass carpet thing. It's fake. But she pees there and. And she pees a lot when I take her out for walks. And so 
a few times lately, she's gotten comfortable where she will, like, go number two. And I've had to, like, have the little baggies and pick it up and actually don't mind it because I feel a lot better about it instead of just leaving it there. Because I would feel bad having to leave dog poop on someone's yard. Anyways, um, I met my therapist and she... Uh, yeah, like, she looks young. I like her aura or her vibes already. Um, she has, like, nice curly hair. We have a similar skin tone. I couldn't tell if she's also Latina or if she's another race, ethnicity. But, you know, we're both non-white girls there. And it just felt nice. It felt like talking to a new friend and... um. I did not expect that because I really am still convinced that therapy is going to be lying on a weird couch with a very, like, stern white person just writing down stuff. But, like, we just sat in our office and... um, So it wasn't, like, a typical therapist office apart... I mean, like, room, whatever. It was just, like, her office. Because she... I don't know exactly what other jobs or who else she talks to, but... Yeah, like, she was just taking notes on her laptop, and... I just told her, you know, like, my main goal is to... Try to get a hold of my depression and recognize it and stop it before it snowballs into something bigger and develops into like these waves of depression that I can't get out of because they affect my productivity like my performance with um school and in the past um showing up to work you know I would call out and also when I'm in these like deep waves of depression I stop socializing with people and it it gets difficult to maintain my social relationships and so like it damages my friendships and I lose friends and I um lose potential relationships with guys that you know try to talk to me and I've you know I've had to like stay away from guys too because I know a lot of them are not beneficial to me they're not a positive add-on to my life I feel like a lot of guys really are just like trying to drain the life force out of me and they do not care how it affects me because all they care about is their needs and their wants and they like hanging out with me because I make them feel good but they don't realize that they also have to make me feel good you know so it's it's harder and harder to hang out with men. And during my depressions, like, I just... It definitely does ruin the opportunities. And it sucks when it's with someone who is decent. Because I know not all guys are shitty people. But... Yeah, like, I've lost potential matches. And, I mean, they could have turned out to be shitty. You know, that was... A, that's a total... Re- um, total option or 
reality, whatever, that these guys who seem cool could have not been cool, you know? They could have turned out to be just as shitty as any other guy, but... Because, you know, there's all this damage because of my depression and my lack of communication and not wanting to let anyone in, you know? Like, it definitely is isolating, you know? It's hard to connect to other people, especially new people, so... Yeah, and, um, I don't know, but, yeah, aside from that, like, I had a pretty good session with her, just, we got acquainted, and, I don't know, should I talk about everything I talked to her about? I don't know, like, I just told her about my, she asked about my support system, and, you know, I'm like, do I have a support system? Yes, I guess, but. So most of the time it doesn't feel like it, you know, because I'm this type of person who doesn't want to bother anyone with my problems. It's hard for me to reach out to others and say, hey, I'm struggling. I need help. It just, it seems like such an easy thing, but it's so difficult for me to admit that I need help because I've just constantly been told, you're strong. You don't need to ask people for help. You're capable of doing things on your own. And even, like, being in school, people constantly say, it's okay to ask for help. Ask for help. And I, like, agonize over it because I'm like, I can't do it. Like, I just can't ask for help. But I'm getting better at it, I think. I hope. I'm definitely trying to work at it. Especially, like, in the class work and class, class environment. Class learning environment. And I don't know, I just want to better myself in every way that I can, you know, and that's what my goal with therapy is, is, you know, maybe therapy is just a piece to the puzzle, you know, and it's not going to be this huge thing for me, but I do think it's important. And um, what was really nice about my appointment with my therapist she was that I don't even know should I give her a name. I think I should just leave her nameless. But I I feel it's weird to call her my therapist too, because I'm like, is she technically a therapist or is she just a counselor? I don't even know for sure. Anyways, uh, she did take the time to like give me this detailed compliment, and she told me how proud she is of me which was just really nice because I really don't hear that often you know like it's so bizarre that it's bizarre to have people say I'm proud of you um but it was really nice and she also you know said a few times that I'm just so sweet. Like, I'm such a sweet person because I'm just always considering other people. And, you know, I just feel like I've always been that way. And I remember in the past, people just referred to me being a worry ward because I'm, like, always worrying about other people and putting and consider, considering how it affects other people. This or that, you know, like, situations and my actions and how, yeah, like, how does this affect other people? And... I've had, you know, a handful of people point that out and say, like, not a lot of people think like that. And I'm like, I just thought everyone thought like that. Like, how could you just be so self-involved 
that you wouldn't think about everyone, especially living in a planet with, like, millions and millions of people, you know. But, you know, I guess we're all raised differently or we just all have different perspectives. And in a way, that's what makes the world go around. But that's also what adds into all the chaos in the world, you know. So, I don't know. I, like, have a good feeling about this, but... We'll see how it goes, you know? Like, I'm weirdly optimistic about it. Anyways, I'm just gonna cut this short because it's... I'm sitting in my car with the AC off. Like, my car is just off and it's hot already, so... I'm just gonna go and hopefully soon... I will have that episode of Francis Farmer and we'll see how that goes and hopefully you guys check that out too. Anyways, if you listened to this and got this far, thank you so much and I hope you guys have a nice rest of your week and have a nice weekend. I know it's only Thursday, but um, yeah, I hope everything's well with you guys and um. And if not, and you want to rant about it, you can email me at the, oh wait, no, thelustfiles03 at gmail.com. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Anyways, bye.